Good morning, Door Creek. I'm Pastor David. To reintroduce myself to you, it seems like it's been a while since I've been here. So I am Pastor David, the pastor of Northside Madison Campus, and glad to be with you this morning. Um, I ask immediately for your prayers. Uh, after last night and went home, woke up this morning, my throat was burning. So I'm a little gingerly, uh, <clears throat> I'm speaking a little gingerly this morning, so uh, pray for me. So right now, just, just pray for me that I'll have strength and I won't do my um, throat any more damage. Um, but I got my hot water and I got my cold water and I got my towel. So um, <laughs> if I start sweating profusely, uh, you know, I'll wipe myself. Hot water help my throat. So um, yes, so pray for me. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. We are going to continue. We're going to end the series today. Um, family matters. And um, uh, today's theme is honoring our parents. Honoring your parents matters. So as we look through all of the different um, uh, themes that we have gone through, um, starting off with singleness matters, how being single is a gift from God. It's not a curse. It's a gift. And it matters to God. And then also we went through marriage. Uh, marriage is also a gift. It's not for everyone, but it is a gift. And a happy marriage, a successful marriage, a strong marriage, it matters. It matters to God. It matters to the church. It matters to us. And then we talked uh, about parenting. We, we were taught about parenting, how parenting matters. Parenting is also a gift. And it's, it's, it's not for everybody, okay? We understand that. Not everyone becomes a parent. But it is a gift. And um, it matters. Successful parenting matters. Um, it matters to God. It matters to your children. It matters to, to your community. And then today we're going to talk about honoring your parents and how that truly matters to God. You know, it's one of the commandments that he gave us, and we're, we're going to see that as we read our scripture today. So these all matter to God. Family matters. Family, families is what makes strong church. Strong families make strong communities. And so we're thanking God for families. But families do have issues. Families have Matters that they go through, not just family matters, meaning it's important, but families also have matters, meaning issues that they face and that they go through. And, and some of those fall within all of these ranges, being single, being married, being a parent, then also honoring your parents. So um, bear with me and um, keep praying all the way through, but still listen, but um, pray as you listen, okay? Watch and pray, okay? All right, turn to um, Ephesians. That's where we're going to be coming from first. <clears throat> chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Hey, let's stop right there. Children. Any children in here today? Everybody should be raising their hand. <laughs> children. Meaning less than, uh, younger than 18. Let's, let's, let's deal with that. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. That means do what they say in the Lord. Now, if they tell you to go out and do something against the law, are you to obey them? No. Okay, you obey them in the Lord when they are teaching you, training you in the right way, telling you things that are important to you, that's going to help you in your life, that will sometimes save your life. You are to obey them. 
You might not like it, but obey them. You might not agree with them, but obey them. Children, obey, for this is right. God said this is right. Paul is writing here based on the scriptures from Deuteronomy, the, the Ten Commandments. This is right, and this pleases God when children obey their parents. All right? So when you get 18 and you're grown and you're no longer under that, I got to do what my parents say. Okay, now you're, a, you're an adult. You make your own decisions, right? <laughs> you make your own decisions, right? Okay, so now you get to the point that I don't have to obey my parents now because I'm, I'm an adult, and now I set my own standards, and I set my own rules. All right, well, Paul goes on here, and he says, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with the promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. So, when we get into the honor, obeying and honor is different, okay? Obeying is doing what they say, following their instructions. Honoring is respecting them and revering them, reverencing them, you know? You revere them. You hold them up. You esteem them, all right? And you never get too old, okay? My parents have passed away now, and I, and I, wish, they were, I wish they were living today, but I'm, I'm 50 years old, and, um, you know, I, I still want to honor them, okay? I still want to honor them because of what they taught me, the love they showed me, the strength they gave me, the lessons they, they weren't perfect, no. I don't think any of our parents were perfect, okay? But they did the best they could, okay? And it's not a matter of honoring them because they were perfect, it's honoring them because God said so, because it's the command of God. And he says, honor them for this is the first commandment with a promise. Now, when you look at the Ten Commandments in Deuteronomy 5, we'll get there in a minute, but when you look at the Ten Commandments, the fifth commandment is honor your mother and your father. Okay? It's the first horizontal commandment, meaning dealing with relationships, and it follow, it's the first one after the vertical commandments, which deals with us and God. So immediately after God gives the commands of telling us how to um, have no other God and have no other image, as soon as he gets done telling us how to relate to him, the first thing that he deals with is honor your mother and your father. So that must be important. That must, honor my parents, your parents must be important because God mentions it first and it's the only commandment with a promise. And what is that promise? Life, good life. Long life on the earth. Now, it's a, it's a promise in principle, okay? It's not a universal promise. It's a promise in principle because we know, you know, we, we all make decisions in life that could, could shorten that life, you know, things that we might do or, you know, places we might be. So that's, that's all in the power of God's hands. But that is the promise is that we honor them so that we can live long on this earth. Now, Paul is writing this in reference to Deuteronomy um, Deuteronomy chapter 5, it goes, Fathers, do not exasperate. This is the um, uh, verse 4. Uh, I don't want to leave that out. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord, okay? Fathers and mothers, okay? Don't irritate your children, all right? Don't push them to anger. Bring them up in the training and the admonition of the Lord, all right? Bring them up right. All right, Deuteronomy 5. Honor your father and your mother, 
as the Lord your God has commanded, so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. So here Moses is speaking to the children of Israel and the relationship that Israel had with God. God was their father. God is the father. All right. In the relationship, he called them their children, his children. The relationship that he had with them, he was, Moses was speaking on behalf of God, preparing the children of Israel for the promised land. He was showing them how they must live in order to enjoy long life in the promised land. If you did not do what God said and God commanded, then your days were cut short in the promised land. And some of them didn't even make it to the promised land. So Moses is preparing them, the Lord that God has given us, the land that God has promised, I'm showing you how to live. Don't have no other God before you. Worship the Lord, him only. Don't have any graven image. And honor your mother and your father. As we know what Israel was, we know what Israel did. Israel would honor God and would, would do all these things. And God knew that if they didn't honor their parents, they would not honor me. So God wanted to see. It's almost like a test. Okay? If you don't know how to honor your parents, how can you say you know how to honor God? If you dishonor your parents, you are dishonoring God. I didn't say obey. I said honor. Dishonor. We honor God by honoring our parents. It's just like we love Christ when we're married by loving our wives. Or by parenting, by loving our children, we show our love to Christ. Okay? And as a single person, by loving your life and loving God, you show that as you surrender yourself to God. So we show our honor to God by honoring our parents. Some may say my parents were never there. My parents made so many mistakes. My parents abandoned me. My parents abused me. My parents never said anything encouraging to me. God didn't qualify it. He said, honor your parents. Regardless of what they've done, my command is for you to honor them. Not for you to tear them down. Not for you to beat them up. Not for you to say, find every negative thing you can say about them. But God said, honor them. Well, if I honor them, I say these things, those things aren't true. Well, you don't have to say anything at all. What's the old saying? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. So I'm going to honor them by keeping my mouth closed. Sometimes that's what you need to do. It button it up. No, they weren't perfect. Yes, they made mistakes. And some of us, some, some today are still angry about it, are still holding grudges against it. When you hold a grudge against your parent, you are not honoring them. And you are not honoring yourself. You forgive them. And the forgiveness is not really for them. The forgiveness is for you. Okay? Many times we hold things against people and people have gone on living their lives and we're still the one dealing with the resentment and the hatred and the anger. But as soon as you forgive them, you release yourself from that in prison that you're in. You release yourself from the guilt. You release yourself from the hate. You release yourself from the resentment. You heal from the broken relationship. You honor your parents. 
Honor your imperfect parents. Honor those parents that made many mistakes. Honor them that told you you wouldn't be any good. Honor them. And what I mean by that is <laughs> do good. Don't put them down, you know. This is what they might have told me this, but you know what? I don't accept it. And I'm not going to put them down. I'm just going to live my life for God, and I'm going to honor them by honoring God. When we see what our life can be when we don't follow God's commands, when we see that, I think our eyes will be open that we need to hear what God is saying and we need to walk in those things that God is speaking to us. And Moses wanted the children of Israel to be successful in the land, a land that he didn't even get to go into. But he wanted them to be successful and have a long, have long life in that land. And a part of that was honoring <clears throat> their parents. See, it was important in, in, in the Israelites, in the Jewish custom, parents were really looked upon as a true gift. And many times when those parents weren't honored, there were severe punishments. For that, there's a scripture as Moses said, We honor our parents, and if you don't, you will be put to death. Think about that. If that was the law now for all of us in here. These chairs would be empty. This podium would be sitting here all by itself. I wouldn't be standing at it. But God's grace is sufficient for us. Many ways that we, <laughs> I have five children, you all know that, right? And Children can re really be interesting <laughs> in, in honoring and dishonoring. You know, and, and, and really, when children dishonor you, they do things like, you know, you tell them to do your homework, and they do things like suck their teeth. They go, <laughs> what does that mean? That's like, forget you. <laughs> well, they roll their eyes like, it's time for bed. That's disrespectful, isn't it? Come on, parents, support me on this. <laughs> That's disrespectful when they suck their teeth, when they roll their eye, when they roll their neck, when they tell you, oh, you don't, you're from the olden days. You don't know like we know. Yeah, they tell you that. That's disrespectful. Yeah. You know, when they don't ask you for help with their homework, they call dad, this is new math. You don't know this math. Two plus two is still four, <laughs> right? Well, they disrespect. They disrespect you in that way. My, my daughter, <laughs> my oldest daughter, she, she got caught rolling her eyes once with my wife. My wife told her something, and she thought she was looking away, and my, my daughter went. And she said, did you just roll your eyes at me? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> 
there was a consequence for that. <laughs> you don't disrespect your parents. You love, you cherish your parents. If they tell you, if you're going to roll them, roll them when you're out of the room. <laughs> if you're going to say something, say it really under your breath where they don't hear it. You know, don't suck your teeth loud, you know. Don't get caught doing it, right? Just don't do it. Respect. Honor your parents. Love them. Lift them up. All right, Exodus chapter 20. It says, honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Okay, again, he's reiterating it. He's reiterated, or, or actually Deuteronomy was reiterating. So he's telling us again, Honor your mother and your father so you can have good life, long life in the land God has promised. Now, this is important because not only did Moses teach it, but Paul picked it up. Paul picked up the teaching and he carried it on into the New Testament as he did at Ephesus and also at Colossae. Coloss Colossians 3 and 20 says, children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord, all right? Again, obey your parents in everything. What is the qualification there? In the Lord, okay? Paul didn't, re he didn't mention in the Lord in, in, here at Colossus, but the principle is he's saying, obey your parents. Do what they say because this pleases God. This shows God how much you appreciate and how much you love him and even how much you would obey him. If I'm slick with my parents, I think I would try to be slick with God, too. Hmm? Yeah. If I embellish things with my parents, I probably would carry on that same kind of practice with God. So what God is saying, practice being <laughs> honorable with your parents, and then when you get to me, you won't have any issue because you know how to treat your earthly Parents, you'll know how to treat your heavenly father. Practice. Makes perfect. Practice it. Honor them. Esteem them high. Lift them up. Lift them up. The apostle, the disciple uh, Mark also got into it. He also wanted us to know and understand about this whole honoring your parents. This is Mark chapter 7, verse 8. It says, you have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human traditions. And he continued. This is what Jesus said. You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. For Moses said, honor your mother, honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. Anyone who curses their mother or their father is to be put to death. This was the law. <laughs> they laid down the law. This was it. If you are found and caught cursing your mother and father because it was so important for you to honor them, you were put to death. Now, the children of Israel thought they had an excuse. They had a justification here. He said, but you say that if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is Corbin, that is, devoted to God, 
then you no longer let them do anything for their father or mother. Thus, you nullify the word of God by your traditions that you have handed down, and you do many things like that. So there was a tradition called Corbin, meaning you had things that were dedicated and devoted to God. You had those things, and they were dedicated, and they were devoted to God. You didn't let anybody mess with it. You didn't let anything interfere with that devotion that you had with God. Well, the tradition was that if you were caring for your parents or if your parents were in need, if your parents were suffering and you had the means to help them, but you did not because you said what I have is devoted to God, therefore I cannot help them with it. He says you have put your traditions above God's command because God said honor them regardless. So you have said I'm going to... Use these things for the temple to devote it to God, but I'm going to let my parents go ahead and just suffer, be hungry, be homeless, whatever it is, even though I have the needs. God said, that is not acceptable. You don't look over your parents and try to serve God. You don't step on your parents to try to get to the throne of grace. You love, you lift, you esteem, you honor. You forgive. You hold them up. You pray for them. We can't use what we, call, what we call our devotion and our devoted service to God when we're not serving and loving one another. John, I believe it's John that, that, that's, that's, that says it. He says, how can, you, how can you say you love God? He says, how can you say you love me who you have never seen and not love your brother who you see every day? God said, don't use the excuse of the church. Don't use the excuse of, you know, now I'm, I'm this and I'm that and I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian now and I'm, I'm going to church and I ain't got time for my parents. Listen, you better love your parents. You better honor them in any way that God gives you the ability to do it. Because as you sit in the church and you let them go and you don't care for them, you don't honor them, you don't respect them, you don't love them, you don't revere them, then you have empty worship. Because you are nullifying God's word. You are putting your traditions. You are putting your religion above God's command. I hope you follow me on that. There was a time when I was a kid. And I just, just had given my life to Christ. And I, I left a tradition of my family, which was a Baptist church, and went to a Pentecostal church where I thought I just found the answer. Yes, Pentecostal, you know, yes, clapping and shouting and running all around the church. And y'all don't know nothing about that, but <laughs> some of you do. Some of you do. The Pentecostal experience, it was different. You know, you, you now thought, you know, oh, I'm, I'm sanctified now. You know, I'm not just a Baptist, I'm sanctified. You know, I really thought, so I kind of lifted myself above what I was raised up in. Thought that I had it and they no longer had it. So I would find myself thinking things or, or saying things to my mother that were dishonoring. You know, meaning like, oh, y'all not really saved. How this, who am I? Who was I to tell who is and who is not saved? 
but I dishonored her. So I was so committed and dedicated to the, to the church that I was forgetting about how I should love and respect my parents and my family. So I was putting that, my devotion, as I'd say, to the church, I was putting above, above what God had commanded, like, honor your parents, honor your mother and your father. Don't look down on them. Don't think that you're better than them. If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be in the world. Honor them. And I learned a very important lesson. That we serve a big God who has no respect of persons. Who loves everybody. And that we all worship him in our own way. And that nobody has it perfect or right. Right? Whether you're quiet, whether you're running around the church, whether you're clapping your hands, whether your hands are in your lap, is where is your heart? And my heart was not in honoring God. It was in doing all the things that they told you to do. I was dishonored. God forgave me. My parents are now gone. But I still honor them by talking about them, you know, telling great stories about them. You know, my dad was a wonderful cook. My mother was just a sweet lady, had a wonderful voice. You know, she, she had a fast hand. <laughs> she did, fast and heavy. <laughs> yes, she did. My father was, he's, he was a laid back man, but I think I got one spanking from him and that was it. Didn't need any more. But I honor them on their holidays, on their birthdays. I honor them because they, were, they are a gift from God. They weren't perfect. No, they weren't perfect. Okay? They didn't go to all of my parent-teacher conferences or my concerts and things. No, they didn't. Okay. They had eight kids. I was the last one. They were tired. <laughs> they were tired. All right? But they were good parents. Would they, if they had a chance to go back and change some things, they would. But that, that's, we, don't, we don't have that chance sometimes. But they still were my parents. And you have parents. You had parents. They're not perfect. They made many mistakes. But they're your parents. God gave them to you. You need to love them. You need to honor them. When I was a kid, still a kid, I was um, trying to figure out how do I live this life and still obey my parents. <clears throat> One day, my mother, who used to um, um, send her um, cleaning out to Lake Mills Cleaning, uh, Lake Mills, a green and yellow truck used to pull up to the house, bring, pick up the clothes, go clean them, and bring them back. They would come on Tuesday and bring them back on a Friday. So one day, it was a Friday, and the man came back, brought the clothes. He said, uh, you owe us so much money, so you know, whatever it was. My mother knew he was coming because he's pretty timely. Now, I was just in, just in the church, just establishing my relationship with the Lord. And she said, I said, Mom, the, the Lake, Lake Mills man is here. He said, oh, oh, tell him I'm not here. I'm like, man, obey. I said, hmm, but that ain't right in the Lord if I lie to him, right? And I told her, I said, I'm sorry, Mom, I can't, I can't do that. I can't lie to him because you're here. You know, if you don't have, just go and tell him you don't have the money, you know. Don't put me in it. Tell me to go lie to him. And I 
couldn't do it. My sister and my older sister said, oh, you ought to make them go lie. <laughs> no. God honored my desire to be obedient to him and not obey my mom when she was telling me to do wrong. Remember, obey your parents in the Lord when it's right, right? When they tell you to do right, not when they tell you to do wrong, when they tell you to do right. And my mother learned a very important lesson by that. Now, I actually honored her by not doing what she did, what she wanted me to do, because she saw that, and it convicted her that she needs to stop telling her kids to tell, her that, tell them that she's not there. Okay? And she learned from that. And she appreciated me standing there. So by honoring your parents, listen, you can teach your parents many great lessons in life if you honor them. Because right when parents think that there is no hope for a relationship and you are able to keep that relationship alive and keep it fresh and keep it going. Or even, listen, you might not even talk for a long time. But make sure you have that breakthrough to forgive them to establish some kind of communication, let them know that you love them. Let them know that you love them. Jesus honored his parents. And the scripture here in um, Luke, <laughs> chapter 19. Now listen to this. It says, Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son, and to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Now look at Jesus, son of God, on the cross about to die for our sins, sees his mother broken down, broken from his impending, impending death, broken down. And he says, here is your son to the, uh, to the mother and to the disciple. He says, here is your mother. What Jesus was saying, I'm about to go and I can't care and I can't take care of my mother anymore. But disciple, here he here is my mother. And from that time, the disciple took Jesus' mother into his home and cared for her like it was his own. Jesus honored his mother, and the disciple honored Jesus by taking in his mother. That's what we have to do. We have, listen, my mother-in-law lives with us now. I'm Tracy's mom. She lives with us. And it's a joy. It's an honor, and it's a privilege taking care of her. It's an honor getting up in the morning and uh, attempting to make some grits for her and, and, and to feed her and to, you know, give her some uh, a good breakfast that's good and healthy for her, not putting a whole lot of salt in it, you know, trying to get it just right for her. It's an honor because when I show love to her, I'm showing love to God. And I'm honoring my wife also. So it's a blessing. It's a privilege when you have a chance to care for your parents. And I know it seems like the, 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 the roles are reversed. But it is an honor, and God loves it. God honors it. God will bless you for that. Maybe you've been absent. Maybe you've been, maybe you've been abandoned from. Find a way to reconnect. Then the last scripture in Luke chapter 2. I love this. 
When Jesus' parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. (laughs) Why were you searching for me, he asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house or handling my father's business? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. When you honor God, you gain favor with God. Jesus was doing what he did. Young Jesus was debating with the lawyers and the doctors. They were in town for their feast. And mother and father were looking for him, could not find him. Say, where have you been? Why would you do this to us? Jesus said, what do you mean? Don't you know I'm about my father's business? You should know this, right? He wasn't disrespecting. He was just reminding them. And just in case you think that was disrespectful, then verse 51 says, then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. He humbled himself to his parents. This, we're talking about Christ. We're talking about Jesus Christ. We're talking about the Son of God. We're talking about the Savior of the world to be. We're talking about the King. We're talking about the Lord of Lords, the God of Gods. We're talking about the Rose of Sharon. We're talking about the Lily of the Valley. He said he was obedient to them. So who do we think we are that we can disobey or we can dishonor our parents when Jesus humbled himself? To his parents. If anyone had a reason to say, listen, mom and dad, in case you forgot, I am the son of God. (laughs) I am the lamb of God. And I don't have to answer to you. For there's a God, my father is in heaven. Joseph, you're just the earthly man. Imagine Jesus, if anyone could have said Jesus could have, but he didn't. He humbled himself to show us an example that no matter who you are, you do what God said do. You honor your parents, you obey them, you love them, you cherish them, you revere them, you respect them. Because even Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, did that. Why does it matter that, why does it matter that you honor your parents? Why does it matter to you? Because you have blessed life. How does honoring your parents matter to them? It's the respect and the reward. And how does honoring your parents matter to God? It pleases him. And when you want to see a smile on God's face. Hmm? Five ways you can honor your parents. Pray for them. Respect them. Appreciate them. Love them. And number five, the the big one, forgive them. Release yourself from the pain, from the misery, from the imprisonment of hate and whatever it is, anger. Forgive them. Move on with your life. Move on with your life. I want to pray today for you that are struggling. Maybe your parents are gone away. They're gone on to be with the Lord or they're gone from this life. And you're having a hard time. You're having a hard time. 
want to pray with you, pray for you. And maybe your parents are still here, and it's a very strained relationship. I want to pray for you also. Maybe it's all good with you and your parents. Then I want to praise God with you because that's what we all desire. But even if it doesn't work after your attempts to make it work, you still want to obey what God commands. Amen? Let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you today. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your commands, your word. Your word is healing power. And God, we just ask today that whatever level or condition that relationships may be with the parents, that God, you will heal, comfort, strengthen, give the ability to love, to look beyond mistakes and receive your love and to honor their parents because of what you said. We may not even understand it all, but God, because you said it, we do it, and we love you. We thank you today. And maybe there's someone here today who hasn't committed their heart to you. They don't know how to obey you. I pray today that they will become a follower of you, Jesus. That they will ask you for forgiveness of their sins. They will confess that they are our sinner and that you are the son of God. You died for our sins and you rose for their life. Forgive us. And today, by grace through faith, we receive you in Jesus' precious name. Amen.